0: Pulse ninety-five live from the Sharjah International Book Fair at the Expo Center, Sharjah. Hey everybody, good afternoon. Welcome back to our live coverage of the Sharjah International Book Fair at the Expo Center. Can you hear how busy it is? Uh, a lot of students out and about. Uh, much to the chagrin of some, if you have or if you're prone to anxiety attacks, I highly recommend not coming in at this time. But it's going to clear up very shortly. Uh, we're very delighted to have with us here in the studio uh, Sharifa Al Badi. Uh, she's a, a writer and has been published across a numerous notable publications. She's also the author of Themis Ayla and the Magical Forest. I hope I did not butcher the pronunciation.
1: No, I think you did a good job with that. Um, Well, first I just want to introduce myself and uh, thank you for having me guys on the show. It's actually my first time doing a radio interview. So if I go off track or something, um, you guys know why. We got you, (laughs) we got you. So why
0: don't you tell us about uh, your book, introduce it to everybody.
1: Uh, Sure, I think I'll uh, talk a little bit about myself. I got into writing by mistake, I would say. Mm -hmm. So after I graduated from university to fall 2009, I believe, AUS, I had a BA in international relations. And at the time, I think a lot of people were not very familiar with international relations and what it meant. So um, there weren't uh, a lot of jobs in the market for people with high degrees. So, um, during my search, the only place that was very eager to have me was Esquire Middle East. They were looking for an editorial assistant. Mm-hmm. And I had said no in the beginning. And um, يعني, subhanallah, they, they called me back and they're like, listen, the person we got wasn't good. Can you please come? And I did. And I stayed with Esquire for nine months. And that's when I got, you know, my break into the writing world. And I was very intrigued with the whole process of, you know, interviewing people, doing research, and then writing compelling material that would be interesting for someone who, who was reading. So what, were,
0: what, what would make something interesting to a reader, if, if you could just put it down? You
1: know, there's, I think there's a lot of different ways to look at it. Um, I know I've heard a lot of people saying when you write something, you need to write something that makes people laugh, cry. Um, at the same time or it gives them goosebumps Mm -hmm. Um, and I believe that writing is actually the OG of all creation it's also an art form and um, um, it's like painting something on a canvas you know you start something and then you walk away from it and then you come back to it so, like any other art form, writing is a form of creation. And what makes it good is when you read it... When you're writing something and you read it, you don't know if it's good or bad, you know? You mm-hmm. always have, like, a mixed feelings about your work. But if you actually have the ability to write something and have someone read it and bring a smile to their face or make them cry, then you know that you're doing... A good job. Yeah, yeah. You, you did a good job with yes, it. absolutely. Now, sure if I want to ask you about uh, writing for children, it may not be
0: easy to connect and reach out to children. So um, what made you want to write
1: children's book and what is the process like? Okay, so I... Um, you know Peter Pan? Yes. yes. Don't grow up, it's a trap. Absolutely. I think I... Uh, found that out a, a bit, I would say, early-ish in my life. You know, in my 20s, after I finished my uh, master's, which I completed in London, it was 2014, and I believe there was a crisis going on. Like, there was a recession, mm-hmm. there weren't any yeah. jobs. Mm-hmm. It was a very, like, uneasy time and you know, all, all over the world, mm-hmm. and uh, one of my biggest inspirations for my book, Themisiela, was The Little Prince. Mm -hmm. I fell in love with The Little Prince because, yes, it is a children's book for adults. Um, You read it, and as a person who sees life in black and white, it's very, oh, I went to a planet, I talked to a flower. Mm -hmm. But actually, if you read about the background of The Little Prince and his life story, the Every single character in the book, there's a metaphor behind it or a reason. For instance, in The Little Prince, the rose he's referring to in his book is actually his wife. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know that. So when you read the book and you have all this background and you understand, it makes so much sense to you. There's like a lot of lessons that actually give you goosebumps. Mm And um, the guy who wrote The Little Prince, I don't know how to pronounce his name, it's very sophisticated in French. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He was actually a pilot and he loved to fly. Like, he loved adventure. He was never able to stay grounded in one place. And um, he gives a lot of lessons that I think are important for you growing up. And one of the lessons he was um, talking about was, don't lose your sense of play. Don't lose your sense of creativity, mm-hmm. and um, that's why I. Uh, well, you know, when I couldn't find a job, I created a job for myself, which was in writing, mm-hmm. and I would pick up any writing job out there. Um, I, uh, you know, alhamdulillah I got lucky. I got a job with the Culture Trip, um, writing, you know, different articles for them. I. Um, wrote for not just a label, Mm NJAL, which was a popular platform in the UK uh, when I graduated. So it was just the the whole process of creating, you know, as someone in your 20s, you have a lot of energy, you have a lot of anxiety, and what's the best way to deal with that is through creation. So I did a lot of writing during that period of my life because there were a lot of, I think, emotions and feelings that I had that I didn't understand that I wanted to put into something, like hoping to inspire other people Absolutely. and to um, kind of let them know that they're not alone. I know that people get shy or nervous about like being authentic mm-hmm. or talking about what they feel. so this was like my platform to kind of talk about my feelings and mm. that's the process and stuff yeah. ironically
0: enough ahmed and i we were talking <coughs> earlier about being an author and how it is not an easy job and uh, it's kind of difficult to kind of hook the reader to whatever you're writing and get your book interesting and the plot interesting so i want to ask you about writing and the act of writing what is so compelling about writing and why do you like writing oh my
1: goodness um, Okay. Um, I am a very stubborn personality, I have to say. I I do believe I have a very fiery spirit. And um, as much as I loved creative writing, um, I always tried to stay true to myself and my writing style. So I know that a lot of classes you take, they'll tell you you need to write this way, you need to write Mm -hmm. in that manner. But I stayed true to my writing style and my voice and I think writing writing doesn't judge you words don't judge you Mm -hmm. because it's your creation so Mm -hmm. when you are (coughs) talking about your um, you have the freedom of expression to create however you want and I think that's why writing for me was this entire body of soul that was leaving me into paper and i could see the words and they had their own life and um, i tried to keep it as authentic as possible and you can see that in my writing and i've had people tell me like your writing style is very unique to you it's because i wanted to stay true to myself i didn't want to stick to like a specific way of writing i didn't want to hear advice on how i should write i actually just did my own thing and i went with it I think I, you know, got lucky, you know, people yeah. did like my stuff. We, we do <laughs> like your people. stuff. Yes. <laughs> Some people. I wouldn't <laughs> say everyone, but... Yeah.
0: Well, not everyone's going <laughs> to like everything, right? Yeah. But what uh, I want to ask you as well about what it's like going from is writing for yourself, by yourself, for nobody versus writing something that's published. Mm-hmm. What's the... Uh, oh,
1: wow. I don't even know how to start.
0: Um, Let, let's start it in the context of, say, you wrote a children's book. It's a very interesting book, by the way, because I don't think it's just for children. I think anyone can read that book and have a great time. So when it, when it comes to writing something like that, what considerations do you make for a possible reader? Because for me, for instance, I, I, I get I would torture myself and continuously question myself over every word, every sentence. I'm like, they're going to read this. They're not going to like this. They're going to get bored. Mm-hmm. What do you, where do you go with that?
1: Okay. Um, I think I'm lucky because uh, I actually... like. Professionally, my career background is in journalism and in public relations, and I've worked with, you know, different clients, different industries. So I managed to kind of master the skill of writing for different industries, different clients, different magazines, and everything has a different style. Yeah. Like, you know, in fashion, you have fall Summer, mm-hmm. autumn, spring. Writing is this underrated thing where even writing has different styles for different audiences and different tones. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, sorry, I totally forgot your question.
0: So, you no, know, I think you're, you're really getting at something Binda. here. Yeah, because we're talking about writing for different audiences. And when you write a children's okay. book, do you have to make special considerations, maybe in the terms of your language choice? Yes. So how did that go about?
1: Oh, wow. Okay. so for my book in particular, uh, Themis, um, I actually didn't say this to the audience yet. Themis is derived from Greek mythology. Mm -hmm. She is the goddess of divine law and nature. She is like the keeper of divine law and nature and justice, Mm -hmm. divine justice. And um, Themis is actually, she takes inspiration from me Sharifa, and uh, she's—it's a—you know—it's a a story about. So in a
0: a way, she's based on you.
1: Based on me and different um, personalities, kind of. Right. You know, she's this free-spirited girl who's—you know—unruly. She can't be tamed. She doesn't understand what's going on around her. She doesn't get along with you know girls her age at school, and. When you were asking me how I made it for children, it had a lot of, you know, playful aspects, you know, the plants, you know, talking plants. Mm -hmm. I tried to use a lot of uh, color. One of my favorite terms, actually, is uh, to describe something is to paint a picture in words. And that's what I tried to do a lot in the book. You know, I was thinking about a Pixar film, what makes it successful. And I wanted to bring all these different aspects into the book to make it compelling for children, but at the same time, kind of uh, teach them important virtues, but in a very fun and playful way. Um, I mean, I don't want to give my book away. Obviously, I want people to buy it. But for instance, (laughs) you know, the first chapter is, uh, the lesson there is about greed. And I wrote it in this playful way where you know, there was this person, he became so powerful, he became like, um, he had all these workers working for him, but you know, at some point, his own greed was his downfall. And uh, it doesn't say that, like literally, yeah, and right there in bold, right. underlined, highlighted, but when you read it to a child, you hope that they'll kind of uh, draw the, the idea. two things. Yeah. I like that, yeah that's very nice quite is, interactive with
0: a child yes and, and are you working on anything right now in terms of uh, your fiction writing
1: Um this is actually a funny story but uh, I actually I was working on my third book and what happened was in 2022 you know the year that nobody likes to talk about right. yes <laughs> um, <laughs> i was thinking you know what's happened like you know global pandemic we're going in lockdown and of Mm. course my laptop decides to also say alongside with all the news like yes and i'm going to shut down and like destroy all your files so i lost my third book during 2020 Wow. alongside with my uh, will to live i'm just joking but um <laughs>
0: I, i'm sure you've got close to that because i've had something similar happen when your hard drive wipes because i lost all this work i had as well i would <laughs> i just up crying it was a very bad experience yeah
1: but so um, it, yeah. you know the 2020 but is it still
0: in you that book
1: i decided that 2020 was going to be a clean slate for okay. me i uh you know, I said, you know what, this is a sign, maybe my 2020 material isn't right, mm-hmm. and uh, I am going to be working on a third book, I don't know what it is yet, who knows, maybe after I leave this uh, radio interview, it's going to be yep. inspired by the time you told me to come there to you the go. book fair and talk about my writing for That's the very first time.
0: And how's your experience been at the book fair so far? I know it's quite hectic right now, but are you going to be uh, looking around?
1: I am, actually. There's a lot of uh, Arabic books that I want to check out. You know, the book fair is always, it's it's a very nostalgic um, experience. It's very beautiful to come here, walk down an aisle of books. There's a quote uh, that someone said, just as um, exercise is important for your heart, mm-hmm reading is a workout for your brain, you know, so it's, I believe that everyone should come here. It's, I don't know. I don't, I don't have the words to kind of, you know, to talk about the experience of books and getting lost in books. And there's always something so magical about, you know, touching a hardcover and touching the paper. Smelling it too. That's that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, That's (laughs) amazing.
0: Well, thank you, Sharifa. That was Sharifa Al badi Uh, She's the author of Themis Ayla* and the Magical Forest. highly urge you to to check it out. It's on online bookstores as well. And uh, I hope to have you again when the third book comes out, uh, Sharifa.
1: Yes, Inshallah.
0: Inshallah indeed. Thank
1: you. Thank you for having me on the show today.
0: Thank you so much. Stay tuned to Pulse95. We've got a conversation with Rupi Kaur coming up next. Uh, She's the pop star of poetry. Stay tuned for that. It's coming up on Pulse95.